Hey everybody, RJ here. A couple of things about this episode before we begin. First, I'd like to forewarn you that, like in the first part of the interlude, this episode was recorded between episodes 12 and 13 of the Return of Ornon campaign, and as such, use our old microphone setup that doesn't sound nearly as nice as our new setup. We didn't put these episodes out between the episodes that we recorded them between, as we wanted to wait until this interlude became a little more relevant to our main story. In this episode in particular, there's some pretty bad background noise in the latter part, for which I super apologize. I can't say for certain what or who the noises are from, because this episode was recorded about a full year ago now. But I just want to apologize profusely, because I've been really trying hard to get the quality of our show uh, above the quality that this episode is kind of at. Secondly, something came up partway through the recording, and Bronson became unavailable for most of the session, uh, so Harrison made a workaround for the situation, because we didn't have another week to record for this short story, as Ray was going to be back from his trip up north the following week, so we just kind of had to uh, make do without Bronson. We hope you all understand, and I hope that you enjoy this episode regardless. Personally, I think that despite the flaws and setbacks, it's still a really fun episode. But anyways, I'll be back at the break to talk to you all again. But for now, let's get into part two of the breakout interlude in the Return of Ornon campaign. Previously, on Realms and Nerds, The Return of Ornon. The four of you were taken north to the mountain fortress called the Fang. Some idiot put a red sock in the laundry, and now my suit is pink! Doran is going to attempt to steal the key. A blinding flash of light emits from the part where the chain broke. Lilia feels some of her magical power return to her, and then it is gone. One way that non-magic users can use to maintain a spell is through the use of powered crystals. Across the hall from where the laundry room is, there is a metal door. Joshimi, before all of his gear was taken, took a particularly expensive looking silver necklace. If you can simply use the necklace to get a few minutes off of laundry duty, you'll be able to slip next door and see what's in there. guard comes down and uh, opens up the cell and pulls uh, Josh me out and uh, says, Alright, is anybody else volunteering for laundry duty? No. I uh, wash my linens. I'll go. I'll go as well. Uh, be a nice change of pace. Okay, so Doran and uh, Lelalia are also volunteering. Good, we're a bit short-staffed this week. Apparently somebody slipped some rat meat into the stew and got a couple people sick. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Brad, you got him sick? <laughs> I th 
stuff I like that's eat was hilarious. <laughs> I eat rat when I'm nutritionally deprived. <laughs> I thought the stew was rat meat. Yeah, but you're also an overgrown turtle, so... No, it's, uh, it's chicken of the cave. Chicken of the cave. Isn't that a mushroom? <laughs> uh, not exactly. Huh. Sounds Can I like do a laundry rat now? So, he, so anyways, he, uh... He uh, takes the three of you and uh, escorts you over to the A-Wing where the laundry room is. So this is the fabled laundry room. Doran and Lilalia, you guys have had laundry duty before. Josh and me is not, but, uh... The holy grail of cleanliness. So as Josh and me comes in, he sees this room. It's got a couple of large, rough-forged iron pots with fires underneath them that are boiling some water. And uh, this water is taken and um, pulled over and brought over to various stations where it's poured into uh, these troughs and they're just... I mean, they're washing clothes. You know, they got this long trough with the water in it, and they're scrubbing the clothes, and then there's a separate station for rinsing, and then they've got uh, a couple of drying lines set up. Wow. You guys couldn't afford, like, a washing machine or something? What exactly are you talking about? I have absolutely no idea. So anyways, you've got along kind of the one wall is these iron pots with the boiling water. They've got, the, I mean, they've got, like, open flame underneath them. There's a couple of people that are stoking these fires to keep them really nice and hot. And uh, then along the other wall is the trough where they're doing the washing and uh, rinsing. And then kind of along the other side is some drying lines. So, Jimmy, I got a, I got a quick question for you. Oh, how many guards are in here? Well, Jimmy, for sure. Yeah, so there's Jimmy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's honestly not a ton of guards in here. Most of what you're doing is washing of clothes, and so it's not really considered a super high-risk situation. So there's probably about three guards total in this room watching everything. All right. Jimmy, I got a question. Yeah, what's up? Which one of these fuck-ups turned my jumpsuit pink? He looks around and he goes, Well, I wouldn't really know anything about that. You know, uh, these kind of things happen. What can I say? Well, uh, would you maybe have a little bit more information if I had a means of, uh, making it worth your while? What's this guy's name again? Jimmy. Jimmy, okay. I forgot, because you just willed him into existence two minutes ago. <laughs> well, you willed him into existence, I just gave him a name. Well, right. You know what? I actually had a bunch of guard names prepared, and I just did not have to use any of them, because you guys have been populating this jail quite well. <laughs> what could you possibly give me that would be worth my while? Well, uh, I mean, I think it might be worth your while to answer my question. Enough Enough to answer my question, and uh, maybe not exactly pay attention to uh, what my friends maybe do. I mean, are you... I, I hope you're not talking about contraband here, Josh. Me, you know, I like you, but... I... <laughs> contraband? No, 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 no. I think what They my... took all my drugs. <laughs> I think what my friends tried to say just kind of leave us to our own... Thing. Listen, I just want to know why my suit is pink. Oh, look fine. All right. It it was that guy over there. He did it. 
Starin? My no, God. no, not him. He's not pointing at me. He's oh, pointing past me. Over there. Oh. Oh, you mean now? Uh, it's Leroy. It's Leroy. Leroy McStuffin. And his boys just trying to make a living. <laughs> yeah, it was that. It was that guy over there, Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. I got bone to pick with you. Jenkins! So are you going over to talk to Leroy? What you want, Josh and me? <laughs> so you're going over to talk to Leroy then? Hey, huh? Josh me, what's uh, up? As I turn to uh, make my way to go talk to him, I give a swift punch right into Jimmy's gut. <clears throat> it? Okay. <clears throat> and... And he's going to pull out a billy club and he's going to hit you in the back of the head with it. Can I say something, like, before he's, uh... Sure, I mean, the, the it's swinging right now. Go! Go now! Okay. Um... You completely forgot what the point was. <laughs> he's, I think he's trying to make a distraction for one of us. But how the... Okay. The fuck uh, I'm, I'll go with it. 12 versus AC? Not gonna do it. Okay. So he, uh, he hits you with this club, but it doesn't really do a whole lot of damage. It just kind of knocks you off balance. Hey, what are you doing, man? I, I'm just mad about my pink jumpsuit, okay? Alright, get over here! And he, like, grabs you and he's, um, pulls you out of the room and he's dragging you back to your cell right now. No! I'll never find out who did it! As, uh, all this goes on, Malalio would like to try and slip out into the hallway to get to the door uh, across the hallway from the laundry room. Okay. Do a, uh, stealth roll. Alright, 16. Yeah, you are able to slip out with any, out any of the guards seeing you. However, um, this has kind of turned into sort of a high-stress situation at this point. So, you're not going to have a whole lot of time before they notice that you're not in the room. Well then, I Doran should. would, uh, like to turn to Leroy and, um... Confront him about the sock, or not the sock, sorry. About the, the sock. About, yeah, the sock that Doran slipped in, but anyway. No, about I'd like to sock. confront Leroy about this, uh, here, issue with the pink jumpsuit, you know, to cr- cause a distraction, and he walks right up to him and says, So you're the one that messed up my friend's jumpsuit. And then he's going to... Hey, look, I didn't do anything with the jumpsuit. Doran's gonna kick him square in the face. Oh, wow. He's a martial um, artist. Wait. Duh. Hold on. I'm going gently on Do the a, uh, Did you did you just kind of uh, canonically make this the same Leroy, or does he just sound similar? <laughs> That's what I want. No, about. this is the same Leroy. Holy shit! He's alive! Okay, <laughs> so you, uh... Go ahead and do actually an athletics check for me. Uh, 17. Okay, yeah, you kick Leroy real good in the face, and he <laughs> goes flying backwards and, uh actually lands in one of the washing troughs. Kind of, you know, sort of old-school comedy-like. Doran's then going to jump on him and start just smashing his fist into his face, holding him down in the water. Okay. Trying to cause as much ruckus as possible. And uh, as soon as Lilia slips out of the room, she would like to attempt to work on getting into the room adjacent. Whether that means... Using her uh, fork that she has to pick the lock or see if the door's unlocked. Okay, go ahead and uh, I guess try the door. Alright. Let's see. 
So she goes over and tries the door. The door is locked. And this is the same kind of magical enchantment that is kind of on all the other doors. So it's magically locked, not physically locked? It's both. If you remember from before, the silver keys that all the guards carry have a magic enchantment to them. Okay. So it is both physically locked, but the keys also have a magic component to them. So Lilalia does not have her magical abilities at the moment. She cannot pull right. out her her arcane abilities, but could she uh, attempt to locate and figure out what exactly the enchantment is on the door? Uh, okay, yeah. Paint this scene for me. Are you, like, sticking your finger in the lock, or how are you doing this? Uh, I mean, I guess I don't necessarily know the magical ways as okay. much as Lelia would. I guess, but. okay, yeah, okay, go ahead and, I guess just do it, go ahead and roll for, for me. Just in. Do a, um, you do an arcana check? Alright, All right, so it's gonna be 17. Yeah, I think Lelia actually sticks her finger into the, like, kind of the keyhole, sticks her, maybe her pinky finger in, just kind of to sort of try to feel and see if she can get a feel for the Kind of the movement, or like, you know, like you said, whatever kind of spell is in here. I want you to do a, um, arcana check for me. Hi. As you're sort of, like, feeling the energy that's flowing through this lock, you kind of are getting a sense of it, and really sort of starting to feel the power of it kind of channeling, and then all of the sudden, you feel what almost feels like an electrical shock on the end of your finger, and then you hear the lock go. Alright, Lilia's going to try the door. And the door opens up. Awesome. So Lilia walks into this room, and she'd like to see whatever is in there. I guess roll a check for investigation, so we can see how much you see in there. Perception check or investigation? I guess do perception. Fifteen. When you walk in, what you see is a room that has four fairly large pedestals that are situated kind of equidistant around the far end of the room. And on top of them are large crystals that are about the size of a basketball, give or take. And they are glowing brightly. All of these crystals are red, like a deep sort of ruby color. And they're just glowing with sort of an internal light to them. As they glow, you can sort of now all of a sudden feel magical power returning into your body. And um, as you do so, you can almost feel sort of a pulsing energy that every time these crystals glow brighter you also can kind of feel the magical enchantment around the rest of the prison sort of pulse a little bit. Then also off to the side, there is a shelf area that has several more of these crystals that are currently not active, but are sitting in kind of a neat row, you assume, to be used. Are these crystals also of the same red color? Yes, they're all they all look very similar to each other. Okay. Obviously no crystal is exactly the same as any other one. 
but they are all cut in a similar fashion, which you don't really know the exact reasoning for the shape of them, but you just know from general knowledge that different crystal shapes can produce different effects in terms of magical powers. And so you just have to assume that the type of crystal and the shape of the crystal are contributing to the type of enchantment they're trying to do. Alright. Lily would like to move past the four crystals that are on the pedestal and look at the shelf and scan the shelf to find whichever crystal is currently glowing the brightest and has the most arcane power okay. to it. So, the crystals on the shelf are not glowing. Oh, no. The ones on the pedestals are glowing because their okay. power is being actively used. Okay. However, you can scan that shelf if you want to try and find one that has the most arcane energy. Can you like me to roll for it? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll another arcane check. Fifteen? You sort of reach your hands out, and as you scan along the crystals... You feel one kind of near the center that has way more energy than any of the other crystals do. So Lelia would like to grab this crystal. As soon as you lay your hands on this crystal, without any sort of prompting from you, you feel a jolt very similar to what happened when the door was opened. And all across the prison, every single cell door clicks open. This would have been a good moment for Dracaris to come in. But Dracaris is sleeping. Dracaris has taken a nap. As Jimmy is dragging Joshmi along, suddenly these cell doors all click open. At this point, uh, they're actually, you guys are like right in front of the cell where you and uh, Dracaris were housed. So hearing the door click open, Dracaris just like smashes the door open and makes a flying run at Jimmy, who just, like, he's still got this billy club handy that he hit, was hitting Joshmi with before. So he sidesteps Dracaris and just cracks him on the side of the head, and Dracaris drops to the ground unconscious. Wow. You really went fucking ham on him. You, get, get back in the cell now! And he tries to throw you towards your cell. Is he, like, laying hands on me to do so? Yeah, I mean, he's got... He basically he had you with one hand, and he had his billy club in the other hand, so he hasn't, like, let go of you. Okay. Uh, I'd like to trip him as he's about to throw me and then try to take his billy club. Okay. Let me uh, do, like, an athletics check, I guess, for Jimmy, see how athletic he is. Jimmy rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> so he trips... Jimmy fucking sucks. All right, and then do I need to do a sleight of hand to get the billy club? Yeah, do I guess do a sleight of hand to see if you can grab it from him while he's falling. 23. As he's falling, you grab this club out of his hand, and you deftly. now have him... Very deftly. And you now have him uh, on the ground uh, right in front of you. Hey, Jimmy. Jo- Josh, me listen, I-, I always liked you. You ever wonder what it's like to get hit by a billy club? Look, and I hit him with the billy club. Look, man, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go in the cell. I'll just... I- and then you smack him with the club. All right, go ahead and roll an attack. Roll here. Okay. Oh, what stats do I use? Um, I've just been doing a plus one for the billy club since it's just a blunt object. I don't know if there's one in the player's There's an actual club. Is there a club? Yeah. Okay. It is 1d4 bludgeoning. Okay. And, um, yeah. 
Well, for attack, though, I think. What kind of strength? Oh, you kind of strength. Okay. Are you proficient with melee, simple melee weapons? I'm proficient with simple weapons, period. Okay, there you go. Seven. He holds his arm up and blocks the billy club. Look, look, Josh and me, I thought we were friends. I mean, we basically talk the same. Doesn't that mean something? It does mean something. It means, uh, you're a poser, and I'm an OG. Night-night. And I toss him into the cell. Okay. Uh, do a, uh, let's do a strength contest. Oh All right. God, this is going to be bad. Three. I got 16. <laughs> so you go to throw him into the cell. You go to throw old Billy into the cell. And, uh, or sorry. Pfft, Billy. Billy. I got Billy Club and Jimmy. <laughs> I hit him with my Jimmy Club. <laughs> you go to throw old Jimmy into the cell, and he's a little bit too wily for you. He actually grabs you and he throws you into the cell. Goes, look, I, just stay put. And he, uh, he goes to slam the, the door shut. I need you to do a uh, an athletics check, actually. Ten. Ooh, you, ooh, you just snaked it in there. <laughs> you, uh, you spring forward and catch the door literally inches from closing. Look, Joshua, just go back into your cell. Look, Jimmy, I, uh, I don't give a fuck. Can I try slamming the door into him? Okay, and like, you know, because I'm, I'm assuming the door is going to end up being between right. the cell wall and then him went That's going to be another uh, strength contest here. Eight. Okay, I got an eight as well. Um, so... This would be an uh, ability contest. It stays a tie. You throw your shoulder into the bars of the door... And it doesn't budge. Jimmy just plants his feet, and it's just a deadlock tie. All of a sudden, from down the corridor, you just hear... (laughs) And then a large shape just comes flying in and just spear tackles Jimmy into the ground. Picks him up over their head and throws him into the nearest cell and shuts the door. And Holy fuck. overcomes this giant orc. He is probably about 6'8", uh, pushing 400 pounds. Just an absolute monster. He looks down at you, and you recognize him as Tevon. He uh, is kind of one of the big men, I suppose, of the prison, just because of his size and his fighting abilities. He's kind of been running the show here. And he looks down at you, and he goes, Hello, little man. Hey, what's up, big bud? Any idea who sprung us? Uh, that would be me and my gang. He puts his fist out and, uh, put, puts it in front of you. Top shelf! And so... <laughs> and I fist bump him. Alright, so you, you, uh, I think you actually have to, like, kind of almost jump a little bit yeah. and get a fist bumped into him. And, uh, he goes, Let's go kill some motherfuckers. Sounds and then he's fucking great. And then he to takes me. off trucking down the hallway. Like you could hear him just like thundering steps as he runs. And then in the commons room down the hall, you just hear guards start yelling. <laughs> Is there kind of a sound of like bowling pins falling over? <laughs> <laughs> more more like metal hitting stone walls, but yeah. <laughs> the fun Alright. Let's get this party going. 
So, uh, Olivia uh, steps out of this room with crystal in hand to see what scene exactly. Okay, so in uh, your cell block, there was already a fight going on in the laundry room before you uh, even opened up all the cells. So right now, A block is just complete chaos because... There's guards trying to fight inmates, but there's also, like, the fight that Doran started with Leroy is also <laughs> kind of still raging, because Leroy had several, uh, boys, if you will. <laughs> Doran, take all Leroy and the boys! So, but see, some people have taken Doran's side in this fight, too. So there's, like, a brawl going on that has spilled out of the laundry room as well as the guards, and so it's kind of just this, like, back and forth going on. Uh, but it's complete chaos in A Block right now. Alright, so, um, Lilelia would like to look for the Doran versus the jocks. that is her closest companion to her. Okay. Um, so she's gonna step into the laundry room where I assume Doran is still okay. brawling. Doran actually is doing some... Doran, do a, uh, do an acrobatics check for me here real quick. That's an 11. Okay. Sweet flips. Doran is, um, doing some mild martial arts stuff here, kind of, you know, running up walls and kind of jumping around a little bit. Nothing too insane, but... It's not quite gently level, but... No, definitely kind of just flying around and punching people in the face. I'm just Jackie Chan level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> little under Jackie Chan. Well, yeah, he doesn't quite have the comedic twist yet. He's not going full yet. ape until <laughs> he knows it's time. But he's, yeah, he's so he's definitely just kind of floating around, punching people, having a good time, I guess. All right. He enjoys worldly pleasures a little too much. So, um... I'm getting a brawl if you want to I think Lelia's just gonna come up and basically join this fight to... I mean, really, her motivation is to get to Doran to, um, escape, but first she's gonna have to help Doran with this fight. So she's just gonna push through the crowd and get towards Doran to... Okay. When Doran sees her, he's gonna start making his way towards her. So I guess both of you do an attack roll, just like a normal un, 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 uh, unarmed attack. I get two, by the way, as my monk thing. 19. The first one sucked. So 13 and 10. Okay. 19. Okay, so how this resolves is Doran sees Lilelia and starts trying to move his way to her, and he actually gets just cocked a cold right hook from Leroy, who comes kind of out of nowhere and just catches him on the chin, knocks him down, and uh, as he's standing over a door and about to, you know, jump on top of him and get him some good hits, Lilalia comes flying in and catches him with an elbow to the side of the head, and he drops to the ground. Thank you. I think it's about time we start getting out of this fight, don't you say? Yes, what? I... And she pulls the crystal out from her waistline or whatever she was holding on to it. Shows him this crystal. I have this, which I think should help us on our escape. Well, I'd say we'd better get moving then. Doran, do an arcana check for me. Arcana? I got a critical fail. (laughs) I... I don't even have plus anything to arcana, so... I'm I'm a monk, I'm not a magic user. Yeah, you you actually don't even know what this thing is that Lily is what, holding. What is that? It's a crystal. Is this 
important somehow? I'm... Is that what you went off to <laughs> find? I even remember that's what they came there to get. <laughs> I, 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 yes. It's been a week. I, mean, I also on. got hit with a right hook. Yes, Doran. This <laughs> is a magical crystal that holds arcane value to me. It allows me to use my powers, and it looks as though it may have put this whole jail into a brawl. We don't want to miss that now, do we? Let's go. Okay, so just to clarify, you didn't do anything else in that room, right? You just took this one crystal and left with that? Correct. Okay, so the two of you are together. Where are you guys headed now? Well, if we're making our escape, we may as well head out to the commons. Well, yeah. Okay. We, commons. We, we kind of have to get out there and then get to be. Okay, and so we're heading to the commons, right? To find yeah, our we got to find our companions. Was, was Josh and me also heading to the commons, or was Josh and me doing? Who is? What was the name of the one dude again? The guy Ta- that Tav Tavar. The guy uh, Tevon. 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 Yeah, he was he was following Tevon. Okay, and you just comments. left Dracaris? Don't worry, I I've been thinking about that. So he so he so you followed Tevon out into the commons, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. He's so I think door. that actually more or less these things have been happening simultaneously. Yeah. So I think that you all get to the commons at about the same time, and so what you see is. There is a, a contingent of guards that's come out of the guard tower that was built up above. They've come down the stairs, and they've got some spears and shields, and they are set up kind of in a semicircle, kind of covering themselves as trying to get into the commons room. And in opposition to them, Tevon has gotten the rest of the people that are running around in the commons to flip over all the tables and make kind of a makeshift shield barricade. And he and several of the other larger inmates here are basically just, like, putting their shoulders into this thing and pushing it, kind of like a slow-moving battering (coughs) ram, advancing in on the soldiers. So that's kind of the situation you see is this group of highly trained soldiers with spear points at the ready against a, essentially a table barricade that's slowly moving towards them. Joshua who? Oh, yeah, me. <laughs> where's Jacaris? I don't know. Where's your mom? Josh and me, where is Jacaris? Don't worry. He's, he's having a little nap back there. We'll go back for him in a bit. Let's go get him now. Oh, we, what? Right now. It's, it's, time to get, it's time to get out. We've got to go. We've got to get out of here. Come on. But, but our friends. This is our the- new friends. <laughs> we must help them fight. We must win. Okay, where are the guards in comparison with us? I think they're okay. they're barricading the exit, aren't they? So no, the guards right now that are, that they're currently fighting yeah, with the semicircle. are between blocks A and B. They're like right here, basically, kind of where I roughly drew oh. these stairs. And so the prisoners are kind of all right here, sort of pushing in on them. So you guys could kind of run around behind them to get oh, to Josh and me. Gonna, did Doran's gonna start making when the when the cell blocks open? Did the uh, exit also open? No. Mm, that's what I thought. It's still... Okay, at this point, the exit door is closed. You can't yeah. tell if it's unlocked and just barricaded or if it's actually still locked. You don't know at this point. Well, we had noticed our exit seems to be blocked. Doran's going to make his way towards B. Okay. Like, go around the... Gu- the not right. the guards, the... Going around prisoners. behind where the prisoners yeah. are set up. Yeah. Are there any guards covering the door, the exit? 
Or are they all kind um, of in that barricade? There are none inside the room. Okay. Remember when you came in, there was a checkpoint just yes. on the other side of the door, so you have to assume there's guards back there. Yes. But in the room you are currently in, the only guards are over by the guard tower. In the past, uh, when we've been here, has that door typically ever opened, other um, than to, like, bring in prisoners? That door only opens when prisoners come in or when new guards rotate in. Okay, so there it does open when people exit from... As far as you know, that door is the only way in and out. Okay. That's well, the only way you've ever seen people come out. Joshua would like to go over to the door and see, like, what's the 411 on the door. Okay. But, door uh, so you're going over towards B. Door 1. Right, Doran? <laughs> yeah, he's going to go try and find you, Karis. Okay. As Doran takes off and Lilalia watches as Joshua is... Just casually strolling towards this door, very stupidly, she instead tries to redirect Joshimi, saying, Doran, go find Jacaris. Joshimi, come with me. Lilia, fuck you. What do you think I'm already doing? What are we going to do anyway? I'm going to open the door. That's what I'm doing right now, if you'd leave me alone. And if you follow me, you'll actually get the door open. So what's Doran's progress? <laughs> okay, we'll get to Doran in a minute. So are you going to try and open the door right now, or are you going to try and resolve the problem with the guards, or are you just going to go for it? It's probably a better idea to get the prisoners online, or, or not get them on the internet. Get them on the internet, yeah. Um, get them on board with getting out by, like, as soon as you get the door open, have them just book it. With if the they're keeping the those guards busy, we can work on the door. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so you're going to try and work on opening the door. Okay. Well, that's where I'm headed. I'm going to see, like, He's got it? fucking magic. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go okay, see dude, if it's just... I'm the DM. I don't know what you guys are doing. I was just mm. asking for the sake of if they were, gonna, if you guys were trying to deal with the guards first, or if you were just going straight to the door. Door. So clearly, door. <sighs> Fine. And uh, if my way doesn't work, then we can do whatever stupid Lil idea. Lilia, you have. as soon as he, hearing how ignorant Joshimi really is, she turns around and heads back to cell block A. Back to the room full of crystals that she quite stupidly to herself thinks that, you know, she should probably try to take these crystals off of the pedestals to remove the arcane enchantments that are on the prison. Okay. So she's going to head back to Selbuck to do that. I guess paint the scene for me. So you're back in the crystal room. What are you doing here? Well, first thing, she's going to try and just simply remove these crystals off of their respective pedestals. Okay, yeah, I mean, they're not really, like, bolted down. You can just push them off if you want to. All right, she's going to just take all the crystals off the pedestals and just throw them on the ground. Okay. Whether they break or are just off of the pedestals, she doesn't really care. She has linked that these pedestals obviously are for either the powering of the arcane enchantment that's keeping, you know, magic users and holding the the doors closed. Yeah, so you just push them all off the thing, right? I don't think they really break, because they're, I mean, they're magically imbued crystals, but they are definitely all off the pedestals. As soon as you do so, within about 15 seconds or so, all of a sudden, you just hear fiery explosions. You just hear, like, 
a just a constant stream of fire start raining down out in the commons room. Uh, um, goodbye, Josh. Literally, uh, finally found a way to kill. Runs him. back to the commons to see what exactly she's hearing. As you come out there, you see there are five figures who actually have taken the cloaks off of some of the guards and have sort of fashioned kind of these sort of hoods that they're now wearing over their heads. And you just, I mean, you've been here for several months, so you know more or less who these people are. These five people that were all arrested are all members of the cult of a man named Rendon. And they are essentially pyromaniacs. They were arrested trying to set the forests around Wolf's Hold on fire. Basically, they felt their magical powers return and just started firebombing the hell out of the guards that were in the commons room. Alright. Well, lately I really was not too concerned about this fire being a real issue considering the fact that they're inside a mountain and... Other than the tables and the stairs and other small wooden objects around, there's not much to burn. So she's going to run and see where uh, Joshmi is at this point. Okay, so Joshmi's over still working on the door. Let's jump over to Doran real quick. Do you like video games? What about podcasts that talk about video games? Well, you should listen to Lit Gaming Arena. What is the LGA podcast, you ask? Well, we're a weekly podcast where we bring you the facts of video games. We talk about new games. We talk about old games. We even discuss the news. And contrary to how this promo sounds, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So come check us out at LitGamingArena.com or search for LitGamingArena on any of the major podcast platforms such as iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are sold. And don't forget, that's Lit Gaming Arena. Hello again, it's RJ. I hope you are all enjoying part two of our Return of Vornon interlude. A few things before we get back to the episode... First, I regret to inform you all that there's been a shift in plans in regards to releasing the episodes from Brandon's campaign. Uh, at present, we've only recorded a handful of episodes and lately have not been meeting to record more due to scheduling conflicts. And due to a conflict on my end, we aren't able to meet to record until at least late October. And we decided we don't want to start releasing episodes from the campaign until we're back to more consistently recording episodes for it, so we don't run out of episodes to release for it. Uh, so basically, the project has been temporarily put on ice. Uh, I apologize for those of you who've been waiting for us to start releasing episodes from the campaign, especially since I've been essentially promising it since early this year, really early this year. And again, I apologize profusely for the delays and the setbacks in regards to that show. We really want to get this campaign out to you guys, but it's it's going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, in regards to this campaign, we're going to be back to the main story in the next episode, episode 19, and we are looking forward to continuing our adventure with you all. 
Lastly, I'd like to remind you all that Ray and I have started another podcast called Cedar Country, where we talk about the country music genre. As of recording this, we have released our first episode, which is available basically everywhere that this podcast is available. I don't think there's anywhere it's not available that this show is available. And the second episode for that podcast is going to be coming out soon. That's all I got for you guys this time, so let's get back into the realm of the Return of Ornon Breakout Interlude Part 2. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and Parlay Points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Found Jacaris. He's laying still in the middle of the hallway. He also found Jimmy, probably. I mean, Jimmy's in the cell. I think Jimmy actually. I think actually, as you run by, you hear, "Hey, hey, let me out of here! Listen, uh, if you let me out, I'll, I'll make sure they go easy on you." Uh, I don't think you're in any particular situation to dictate such a thing. No, listen, hey, hey, listen. Door keeps my, my dad's in charge of this place. He can, he can hook you up. I swear, I can, I can deliver. Let me out. Doran ignores him and keeps trying to find Jacaris. Okay, so yeah, I mean Jacaris is not particularly hard to find. He's laying right in the middle of the hallway. But he right. will be particularly going, hard to move. Right, Doran's gonna attempt to see if he can either pick him up or drag him. Back uh, yeah, go ahead do a strength check. This is not my strong area, but I got a sixteen. Okay, yeah, I think that's enough to, uh, you grab him, like, under the armpits and kind of drag him. And, uh, it takes some effort, but you, uh, are able to get him into the commons room, at least. Alright. So, by the time you get there, the guards that were arrayed fighting against the prisoners are dealt with, basically. There's a couple of them, there's a couple of guards along with the warden that are still barricaded inside of the guard tower. But they look very frightened and not particularly inclined to try and come out and mess with you guys at this point. Did they make sure to bring their brown pants? <laughs> uh, you know what? You can only see them from the waist up, but you're kind of assuming they probably either did or they are now. <laughs> All right, so Doran's going to keep trying to drag Jacares towards the door. Okay. Uh, so let's jump over to the door then. So, uh,. When Josh and me got there, the first thing he's gonna do, just try opening the door. Just... Okay. It's locked. Well, ain't this a howdy fucking doody? Well, time to put these, uh, roguish good looks to use. And he's gonna work we at, a uh... Flirt with the door handle? He's gonna work at, um, I don't know, how would I... Because I'm a rogue. Isn't there a thing about being able to try and pick locks? Or yeah, something? but you don't have a lock pick set with you, do you? You don't. No. All you got is a spoon. Yeah, you have, yeah, you <laughs> have, you have the spoon, spoon and, and you have the silver necklace. The silver necklace. What the, the well, fuck you're going to do with the um, silver necklace is beyond me. 
So Joshimi then is going to uh, try and open the door again. Maybe it's unlocked now. It's still not. Wow. Oh, oh my wow. god. There's so uh, many plot twists. I'm going to try and, I don't know, use the spoon. Because, I mean, I, I kind of whittled it down earlier. I'm going to try and use it to try and pick the lock. Uh, I guess roll sleight of hand to see if you can pick the lock. Okay. That's 16. Plot twist, you can't. This is also a magically imbued lock. Oh, <laughs> magically imbued lock? Oh, fuck you, door. Uh, is that any luck with the and door appar- over there? Apparently, the, uh, this lock was not in any way linked to the power from the crystals that Lilalia disabled because it is still active. Yeah, clearly, because she's now standing behind him or whatever. Because we're at the point now where she's back and Doran is yeah, just Dor- about there. Yeah, Doran has got Jarkaris kind of dragged semi-close-ish to the door. Wow. And uh, is over there by the door with you. I am surprised you managed to even budge him all by yourself with well, your you... noodle arms. My noodle arms? Your noodle arms. He's a fucking martial artist yeah, monk. Yeah, but you also can't lift anything. So, uh, magic lady. Uh, well, first of all, we go on a date with me. Second of all, this door is locked, and uh, we need you to open it, because apparently a spoon as a lockpick can't do it, and my actual lockpick is on the other side. So, Lelela is not going to actually answer Joshimi as to not give any merit to either of his <laughs> questions. <laughs> okay. But Lelela is going to first silently. attempt to take the crystal that she has stolen and... Um, Simply try putting it up to the door to see if the magical power imbued in the crystal will somehow un- will unlock the door. It's like scanning that. <laughs> okay. It does not work. Wow, I can't believe I fucking thought you could do anything about it. Go ahead and roll an arcana check for me. Fifteen. You can sense that this lock is different. Not only is it a different enchantment than the enchantment on the other doors, but it requires a specific material to be included with the spell to open it up. Joshimi, give me your silver necklace. Go on a date with me. Joshimi, go on a date with me. Shut the fuck up and give me your silver necklace. He gets down on one knee. Doran kicks oh. him in the head. Doran, okay. You're kicking him in the head, huh? He's gonna kick can him I in the do, head. Can I do... do uh, let's Boy. do... Both of you do a... Doran, do yours as a strength check. And Josh, me do yours as a constitution saving throw. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? I'm not telling. What'd you get? Well, you're the one making the attack. I'm gonna see if Doran. I can stand the attack. I got a seven. Oh. Fancy that, I got a 20. Why the hell you couldn't just let me make an attack against ZC is beyond me. I mean, a 7 still wouldn't you get, still get, still wouldn't get my 14 AC. Okay, so you, uh, you, I think you actually do hit him in the head, but he just kind of, like, stumbles <laughs> back a little bit. You're gonna regret that later. Just keep that in mind. I highly doubt it. Yeah, but you will. Could you boys please stop bickering? Could you, ma'am, please go on a date with me? Joshimi, 
Go on a date with me, and I'll give you the silver necklace. No Just other questions asked. Just give me the necklace, and we'll figure something out. Just go on a date with me. Say yes. Just say yes. How, Fine. how hard is it to say yes? Let's go on a date right now. That, give me your necklace. That doesn't count, but okay, I'll take it. And he gives her the necklace. <sighs> okay. Uh, so Lilalia is going to take the necklace and the crystal, which gives her her arcane powers, and is going to attempt to unlock the door. Okay. So the necklace does not really fit into the lock, and so you can't quite... You feel sort of like a, a little bit of a budge to the lock, like you're on the right track, but it's not quite enough to turn the key. There are still guard bodies in here, right? Yeah. Dorn's gonna search one of them for the keys they wear on their necks. Yeah, I mean, they all have keys, so it's not... I don't, I don't think you need to roll for that. All you right. can just pull Dorn, the key off. Yeah, Dorn's just gonna pull the key off of one of them. You ready okay. to black out again? The... He knows what to expect this time. Okay, so are you, like, closing your eyes and looking away, like... He's more like... You know how you get ready when you know something's gonna okay. shock <laughs> you or something? Uh, do a constitution saving throw. That's a 19. Okay, yeah, you're able to, you, I mean, I think you, like, look away, you plug your ears, and you're able to just, like, rip this key off and get away. Okay, so <sighs> you gonna try the key in the lock, then? Yep, Dorn runs back over to the door and tries one of the keys. Okay. It does not work. <laughs> you look like an idiot Malalia, now. <laughs> you try it with that crystal thing of yours. So, Dorn hands Lilia the key, and she's going to attack the lock. Okay. It still does not work. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You haven't had much more success than we have. Yeah, but now I got a date. <laughs> Lilia would like to have one of the guards dragged over to the door with the help of probably Doran, because Joshua's useless. You gotta say okay. it in character? Doran, would you help me drag one of these rather deceased guards over oh, Shut up. Over to the door, please. No, I'd like to I'd like to see Josh me do a strength check, see if he can pick one of them up and carry him over. <laughs> I guess uh Lilalia and uh Josh me both of you do a strength check to see if you can grab this. Their date guard. is lifting a guard <laughs> in the air. I critically fail. Seven. Okay, yeah, you can pick this guard up. Doran Doran's gonna walk over and try to pick the guard up. Or at least drag him over. That's a 12. Okay. I think you can get him halfway. And with Lil' Alingus help of a 18. Okay. You get about halfway, and then Lil' comes over to help you out, and uh, you guys finish the job together. And so, Woo, with teamwork. this guard next to the door, he's still around the guard's neck. Okay. She would like to try and put the key in and attempt to turn it a second time. Not with her hand. With his hand? With his hand. Okay. It still does not work. God, do like an arcane check yeah, or something. Uh, can, I, can I do like an investigation check like on this door to see if I can... Or like an insight check or something or... Okay, sure, go ahead. What, what would you like me to roll for? I guess arcana. Alright, three. Uh, yeah. You have, you have, no, you have no idea. You know what? Doran, seeing this, try my story is gonna run back into cell block B. Yeah, you know what? Weirdly enough, the spoon works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Doran's gonna run back to that cell that's holding. Okay. Um, 
What's his name? Jimmy. Okay. So, Jimmy. Yeah, what's up? What do you know about that front gate? The door? Mm, quite a lot. Let me out and I might tell you something about it. Tell me something about it and I might let you out. Or I can always feed you to the big guy out there. Uh, roll an intimidation check. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Not good. I have minus one. <laughs> Alright, um... That's a ten. Okay. Yeah, you're bluffing. You won't get the big guy in here. Doran starts walking back to go get the big guy. How about okay. you go back right. to wake up Dracaris? Okay, so you're walking back to the main area. Are you going to grab the big guy? Doran's going to grab the big guy. Okay, so uh, I guess paid the scene for me here. <laughs> right, Doran walks up to big man and is like, hey. His, his name is Tevon. Tevon, sorry. Tevon, I need your help with something real quick. If you don't What's mind. going on? I'm not that imposing of imposing of a figure, as you can see. You can kind of tell. Shut your fucking mouth. But you, on the other hand, this big orc, you are the definition of terror. Well, I need your help to intimidate a guard to tell us how to open the front door because we have tried everything. We just cannot figure it out. We are not that skilled, apparently. Is it Jimmy? Oh, yeah. It's definitely Jimmy, and I know you guys go way. And he mad. he 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 uh he cracks his fingers. Where is he? <laughs> and they door starts walk just like so you he, so you guys walk you guys walk down. Oh uh, wait, I gotta watch feet. this. Josh and me runs after them. <laughs> J- Jimmy Jimmy goes. Oh uh, hey 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 Tevon, you know that 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 time in the mines, I I, I was just joking, and uh, Tevon uh. Tevon actually comes over to the cell, grabs two of the bars and pulls, Holy and actually God. just bends the bars enough that he can reach his arm through and grabs Jimmy by the throat. <laughs> Listen to me. You're going to tell the monk what he wants to know. And maybe, just maybe, I won't make your brain come out dry balls. Yeah, can I hire you some? Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Let's I'll try, tell him. Let's try this again. How do you open the door? Okay, listen. The guys on the other side, they have a special key. It's different from ours. You gotta, you gotta get a, 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 a silver key somehow. But, but none of ours will work. Is there anyone on this side of the door who's wood? Wooden the warden? Because, I mean, he's kind of the big cheese. No, no, I mean, no, no but only the guys on the other side have the key. Well, how the hell do you get out of here, then? Well, normally we knock. <laughs> Josh, I, mean, I believe this falls under your level of stupidity. I want to walk over and uh, hit him with uh, the Jimmy Club. <laughs> hit him. <laughs> I like the He's still inside the cell. Yeah. I don't think your arms can reach that far. You got short little arms. Yeah, this is the orc. The big um, yeah. fucking orc. You know what? Orc. Let's, uh... Josh and me. Go to roll insight check for me. Four. My turn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh... Joshimi is again useless in every situation. <laughs> I just want to beat him in the head with the Jimmy Club. Come on. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, I think uh, Tevon actually, like, literally, like, picks him up a little bit and shakes him by the throat and then sets him back down. Uh, look, <clears throat> look, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. You gotta have, 
A key that's imbued with a different magical spell. Uh, unless you can somehow, like, make a key out of silver, like, and you have nothing, like, I, I don't know how else you're going to do it, man. Yeah, me neither. What a Dorn coincidence. gives uh, Lelia a sidelong look. Well, Lelia's back by the door, isn't she? Oh, I thought you were with us. <laughs> Doran starts walking back to the commons and looks back and says, Thanks, Tella. Have fun with this guy. Can I beat him with the Jimmy stick yet? I think Tevon actually uh, bends the bars open a little bit wider <laughs> so that he can so that he can pull Jimmy's head outside the bars. He goes, "Go for it!" Woo. Okay. All right, Go, I, uh, roll an, roll a, uh, an attack roll. Twelve. Yeah, and you give Jimmy a nice welt on his head. <laughs> I just imagine three stooges. Dong. Yeah, I mean it's not like a like a really uh, uh, debilitating injury. It's just like a nice welt you give him. Oh, I sound just like you. We're gonna be best friends forever. God, give me a fucking break. And he leaves. Okay. Come on, Tavon. You're coming with me. Please tell me Tevon bends the bars back into place. <laughs> yeah, I think he uh, he bends me like twists them together. <laughs> and then he follows uh, Josh and me back to the commons area. Sucks to be Jimmy. Lelia. Doran was going back to Lelia. Alright, we just interrogated a guard, and we discovered that we need a key made of silver, not the ones that the guards have. Mm-hmm. Can you somehow use the silver necklace to forge some kind of magical key to get us through the door? Not I, but perhaps our friends of anarchy may be able to assist us. Lilalia, headstrong, would like to walk over to the members of the cult of... It's the cult of Rhydon. Would like to walk over to the members of the cult of Rhydon. Brothers, I need your assistance if you hope to ever get out of this damned prison. We do not usually follow ones that do not adhere to the path. However, in this instance, we might make an exception. I believe that your specialties in the arcane magics of Pyromaniac might come in in to assist us. We need to... And she pulls out the necklace that Joshmi had given her earlier. We need to smelt this into a key. She looks at it and goes, Yes, I think that we could supply the heat if you can supply the mold. Very well. Lilalia is going to, uh, going to walk back to the door to ask for Doran and Joshimi's help and head towards the mines where loose rock is far more accessible. Okay. Okay. So, um, the group okay. of three make their way down. Group of four, you forgot Tevon. He's not. Is he with us still? Is he Are you oh. still hauling Tevon around with you? <laughs> He's my entourage. Why the fuck would he listen to you, you little I don't know. fucking three foot piece I mean, of shit? He can do what he wants. He's a big dude. I'm following okay, those so are you two, like, though. Are you going to make a case to Tevon that you need his help, or? What's he going to do? Tevon, if you want... You and me could be best friends. We could go around and, like, steal a lot of gold and stuff when we get out of here. Can I smash some skulls? Oh, fuck yeah. I love doing that. <laughs> Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Come on, we're trying to break out uh, first, though, and they need us for something. Recurring All right, characters. so he's going to come with you. 
Yes. All right. So the group of four makes its way into the mines and uh, quickly locates a piece of rock that is relatively flat on one side and looks as though it has the potential to be chiseled out into a mold. Okay. You think that's a good rock for molding? Please. I would like to now use my stone cunning to find a better rock for the job. Okay. <sighs> Go ahead and uh, do your stone cunning. Whenever you make an intelligence history check related to the origin of stonework, you're concerned proficient in history skill and that double your proficiency bonus to the check and so your normal proficiency bonus. So basically making a history check on rocks. Yeah, go ahead. And, like, doing double proficiency. Fourteen. So I think that you actually can't find a better stone to carve. Mm -hmm. However, you see a really good way that you could use the stone that they found to carve out a good key mold. So I guess, actually, you did find the best one. Good job. Great, great try. You did good. (laughs) Love it. Thank you, dwarf. But I found the best way to get the key mold with it. So then do it. I do it. Okay. <laughs> I do it. I do um, it. Just because you have proficiency with uh, stone and all that, I think that you're able to fashion a rough mold for a key. Yeah, so I think that you take this mold back to uh, the commons area and set it down on the floor and lay the silver necklace out kind of as close to the shape of the key as you can on top of it. Then the these five followers of uh, Rindon step forward, and the one who you assume is the leader says, Let us begin. And they all kind of form a circle around this stonework and concentrate and look at it. And for a moment, they almost don't look like they're doing anything. Then suddenly this woman who's sort of taking the lead says, Now. And suddenly there is no movement by any of them. You don't see any flames produced. But all of the sudden, the silver necklace starts to bubble and then melt. And they all stare at it intently as it slowly fades into a liquid shape and fills the hole that you have created for this mold. After a couple minutes, it cools off a little bit and you're able to pull it out. Wow, that was hot. And so are you. How about we go on a date next week? Josh, me, please. Hey, hey, hold on. Shush, I'm trying to come out. Let's let's see how this one goes. I'm I'm getting ready for a date. The date with the pyromaniac. I kind of like that idea. How do you feel about temperatures ranging between 600 and 900 degrees? Uh, Celsius or Fahrenheit? Probably not good for you either way there, bud. Anyways, Lelalia takes the key and puts it in the keyhole. It, it It's not a, an exact fit, but she's able to wiggle it way gonna in. shove it in there. And uh, she turns the key. So nothing happens. I want you to do a uh, an arcana check, Lelalia. 18. Even though this key is sort of crude, the silver content of the key sort of allows the energy of the lock to channel a little bit. And so even though you do not actually are, you're not actually able to turn the lock with this particular time, you sort of feel an attunement to what the enchantment needs to be. Hmm. How foolish of me. Lelia turns the key back and pulls it out. 
holds it in both hands and mummers under her breath as the key to the people around her, it, it seems to glow slightly as some sort of arcane magic is starting to be imbued in it. Almost as soon as the glowing starts, the key actually floats off of your hands a couple of inches. And you continue this sort of a half-enchantment, half-prayer kind of ritual that you're doing, and then suddenly the key drops back into your hands. Thank the elders. She puts it back in the lock, turns it a hopefully final time, and as she does... And the lock opens. Lelia puts a little force behind the door. And the door moves just a little bit, but stops, almost like something behind it is bracing the door. Tavon, you mind doing us a favor and giving the door a little shove? Let's roll. So Tavon actually goes back to about the center of the room and steadies himself and gets down, almost think like a like a lineman in a football game getting set and then suddenly he starts running and although he's not particularly fast because of his size he is quite an imposing force and he just he's putting everything he has into this and as he nears the door he goes lowers a shoulder and just smashes directly into the crease between the two doors, and you hear a splintering of wood, and the two doors just split wide open. And as the doors fly open, you see about a dozen guards that get thrown backwards by the force of the door flying open. And Tevon turns and says, Now is our chance! Move! Grab the dragon, get our shit, and get out. Dorn yells, freedom! You ever thought of joining a choir there, Dorn? Well... Because you'd make a great soprano. Okay, so, uh, Tevon turns and finds the nearest guard to him and, like, almost picks them off, off the ground and just slams them into the wall. And as he does that, several of the other... Inmates have now started just sort of this wild run down the hallway as these guards ready themselves and they're sort of uh, this sort of mismatch as they're kind of fighting these guards that have spears and they're unarmed, but they're slowly gaining ground here. What are you guys doing? Josh, me, Lalilia, help me pick up Dracaris. No, get your well, ass over here. Well, the short boy doesn't Arch. help us, but the two of us that are actually of normal height. We're going to pick up Dracarys. Shots fired. Oh! Joshua is going to uh, go into that area where they uh, took all of our equipment while they're doing that. Okay. Did he... Uh, roll an investigation check for me, Joshua. I mean, that's where we got chucked in. Right in front of the door. Yeah, but we got arrested way back in Wolf's Hold. Thirteen. You see that the walls are lined with all of these different lockers. But you you have no idea what the purpose of these lockers is. Must uh, keep the gem clothes in here. As Doran and Lelalia bring Jacaris into the room, uh, she notices Josh and me staring at these lockers blankly. 
and um, notices that all of these lockers are numbered in a fashion and assumes that there must be a record book somewhere. So we got the side DM here telling us how it's all going down. Josh is going to start opening all the lockers one by one, looking into each of them to see what's in there. Okay. Doran's going to uh, join him. Uh, Lele, go ahead and why don't you roll an investigation check as well. Four. Okay, yeah, you have no idea what's going on either. <laughs> Josh, me, as you are trying to open all of these lockers, uh, suddenly a guard comes up behind you and is going to attempt to thrust a spear into your back. 18 for Stacey. Yeah, that's going to do something. Okay, so he does two points of damage as he catches you, and then just by kind of on the edge of your side with this spear. And I swing at him with the Jimmy Club. Okay. 21. Okay, yeah, 21's gonna hit. It is 4 damage. Yeah, this guard takes a good hit with the club, and he uh, staggers back a little bit. Fuck you. Doran would like to make an attack against him with his unarmed strikes. Okay, go ahead. Alright, first one is a 7. The second one is a 12. Neither of those is going to hit. I think you yeah. just, you take two uh, swings at this guy and you're not quite able to just connect with him. Lily, seeing all of this go down, is going to cast Guiding Bolt, which is a range of attack. So, 18. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Alright. And that does 4d6 radiant damage. Alright, which does uh, 14 radiant damage. Yeah, so I think there's just, like, a bright flash of light, and then suddenly this guy just, like, is engulfed with this light flash and just, like, flies backwards into the wall and just drops. You can thank me later, Joshua. Now find my mace. Holy shit, I cannot wait for a date. And he starts checking lockers faster. Doran does as well. Isn't this your date? No. This is your date. This is your date. I mean... No, she said right now, but... I mean, right Josh now, is going to try right for uh, a little bit more. Good luck with that. A proper date, maybe. Good luck with that. Doran's also going to start checking lockers. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll an investigation check? Nat 20. Oh. He opens up all our lockers in random positions, and they have all of our gear. So you realize that... The lockers are actually numbered by cell number. Guys, they're all numbered as if they're numbered like our cells. So search for our cell numbers. Sure, Doran that's opens what it his is. cell number. You open your cell number, and sure enough, there is all your stuff. Doran flips off, Josh me. What now, short man? Uh, your stuff is actually in a locker right next to Doran's, also numbered the same. And Doran takes all the stuff. Well, maybe it's not how that works. And he opens up the locker right next to him. Next to you? Yes. Out Your stuff's a, not in there. How jumps a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like the Grinch. Yeah, I knew that's what you were thinking like. Fine, we'll try your stupid way, because that's going to him in there. And he finds the one with the cell. With his that, cell with, number on it? With his and Dracaris's numbers on it. Oh, uh, you open it up, and the first one you open up, you find Dracaris's stuff. Well... That's just luck. But and surely it won't happen a second time. 
And then you open up the other one, and there's all your stuff. Oh, fuck yeah, my javelin and shit are in here. Doran grabs all the stuff and shoves it in, like, a, a bag or something. Okay. So they can carry it with them. Time for the grand getaway. Let's do this thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of the last uh, vestiges of the fight rage around you as people sort of get finished up with these fights and all the guards go to the ground. Uh, you guys run towards the entrance. Uh, so the question here now is, are you guys going to take the lift or are you guys taking the stairs? Stairs. Should we split up? Because maybe one's trapped and then we can help the other person or we should all go the same way? I don't know. Fine. Come on, guys. What do we okay, do? Also, you take your carrots with you up the lift. We'll who, go up the who's stairs. Who's dragging your carrots, by the way? <laughs> I guess Josh or me by default. Okay, Josh, man, I guess do a strength check. All right. That's a critical fail. <laughs> you can't move your carrots at all. Why did I get stuck in this? What? Fine, Josh and me, we'll all stay together. We'll have to take the lift. Oh, you guys can take the lift. I'll take the stairs. I don't give a fuck. Lelia, you take the lift with Jacaris, and I'll cover Josh and me's back as we head up the stairs. Well, I can't Lelia go with me. I think that'd be really neat. Because you are obscene and... Lelia, raw strength tech for me. 17. You're able to drag Jacaris up to the lift. Alright. Fine, I guess I go with Baldy. Beats being short. So you, uh... Come on, Tavon! Grab the, the respective handle and pull it, and the lift starts going up. Tavon actually, uh, finishes... He's got two guards, one in each hand, and he, he hears you yell to him, and he goes, What's going on? We're getting out of this hellhole. Alright, let's go! And he smashes the two of them together, and, uh... Yeah, he uh, he runs after you. I start running up the stairs. Doran does. We traverse up the stairs. Okay, so you run up the stairs. Maybe I should have taken the left. My little dwarf flex. We're made for this shit. You live in a uh, mountain. Roll strength check, actually. Josh me. Thirteen. Josh and me is just able to muster enough strength to get to the top of the stairs. So much for being a mountain dwarf. <laughs> well, these stairs weren't made for dwarves. We made it. We made it. Yeah, and I think uh, Lilalia and Dracaris make it up without incident. Yeah, they were probably up there way before They us. took the lift like smart people. Well, you never know um, might go down. Games and so, yeah, you come out, like, sort of in a... Kind of near the center of the fort here that kind of comprises the fang. Normally, this would be a problem. However, there's also about some 40-odd other inmates that are running around the fort currently trying to get out. And so I think that uh, all of you take the more tactical approach. And uh, Tevon picks up Dracaris, slings him over his shoulder, Damn and time. you sneak out a side entrance and uh, get out of the base. Freedom! I don't think you should join the Fresh choir. Air. Buddy. And you have solved my prison trap. Now how about that date? That was our date, Josh. Yeah, but that didn't count. You gotta give me a proper day. I gotta take you out to dinner, and then maybe like a murder fest afterward. Josh, I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. That was about as much excitement as you'll ever be able to show a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking roasted. Damn, that was good.
good. That was beautiful. As you guys have sort of escaped from the base, you <coughs> sort of look around and realize that night is starting to fall. And as the last rays of the sunshine slip over the edge of the mountain, you make your escape going as best as you can figure in a direction that you think is safe. 